right, welcome back to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rub. Today is Friday, January 28th, episode 144 of the Pineapple Couch with B-Rub. Um, a fun show for everyone today. We're going to be talking all things NFL with the conference championship round approaching this weekend. And obviously, maybe one of the best uh, weekends of football ever we had last weekend. So we'll talk briefly about that. Um, talk about Sean Payton retiring. Um, the 10 best quarterbacks this season in the NFL, some NFL head coaching and free agency rumors, MLB Hall of Fame, and more. It's going to be a fun show, and to do all this, I'm going to be joined by my good friend, Andrew Radcliffe, Big Dog. How are you doing? B-Rob, I'm doing well. Two more meaningful weeks of football, and it's over. It's sad. It is sad. Makes me very sad, but... Um, I would like to, we should use this time to tell all the people who were complaining about how the season's too long this year. Yeah, I could go for a couple more weeks, I think. So same. Yeah, I, I guess, uh, injury wise, that's not a good call, but, uh, entertainment wise, definitely. Okay. Andrew, in, speaking of entertaining divisional round recap, one of the best weekends of football I've ever seen. We're going to go through these games pretty quickly. Cause you guys know what happened. It's Friday now, but the Bengals beat the Titans, um, and we're just going to talk about the two storylines that I think came out of this game. I'm going to get your thoughts on them. Um, one is we'll start positive. Just the ascent of Joe Burrow, of him going from leading LSU to a national championship, coming to the Bengals, getting hurt, but then already to an AFC championship. This young in his career, the dude's cool. He's calm. He's collected. And he's... He's a, he's a competitor, Andrew. What are your takeaways on Joe Burrow after this? I weekend? mean, he's just an absolute winner. We've been saying that. I think the coolest thing about him is that he doesn't have social media, so he stays away from that, and he's just that makes him ten times cooler. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's um Joe Burrow has. I know I I don't like saying this sort of thing because it's unfair. Burrow's got the most Brady in him of any quarterback I've ever seen. He's just got that. You feel like they're going to win and it only took two years. And this is a two or three win team. And he expects to win. He's not celebrating too early. He's scary. He is in an AFC championship. He, they are going to first playoff run is an AFC championship. Not bad. Joe Burrow. I know, and uh, it's maybe a small overreaction here, but we see Big Ben retiring, the tough year from the Ravens. Who knows what's going on in Cleveland? I mean, Joe Burrow might just own this division for the next 15 years. The skill players they have, Andrew, so young. How old do you think Joe Mixon is? So you're asking me, so he's probably 26, but I would have assumed he's 25, dude. I would have assumed he's 29. Seems like he's been a top running back fantasy for eight years. He's young. You obviously have Jamar Chase. T. Higgins is spectacular. Uh, Tyler Boyd? Is it Tyler Boyd? Tyler Boyd, I know, yeah. it, I know it's Boyd. Um, he's great. Joe Burrow, a winner. I mean, in the future, the only, the thing the Bengals need to do, Andrew, is get a fucking offensive line. Because Titans, they got nine, nine sacks in that game. How, nine. How do you lose a game when you get that? nine sacks? It's like when, you know, if we saw the stats when Brady, when Nick Foles beat Brady and Tom Brady throws for 500 yards, how does a team lose with nine sacks? Because you have Ryan Tannehill, that's how, but... My it's, God, you really have to fuck up to fuck that up. And he did. He, he did. played absolutely awful. Um, I'm someone who's – I've never been fully in on Tannehill, like, oh, he's very good. I did, though, think he was better than this. I thought he was a serviceable enough quarterback to where if your defense is playing well and you can get the run game going, he could get your team to a Super Bowl. I thought like, so, too. I, I thought – and that bubble is – is it burst? You know, like yeah. when you realize, like the how I met your mother, when it's like you realize something and you can't unrealize it. Is that what Titans fans are probably thinking with Tannehill? Because I am. Yes, absolutely. The Titans. It's I mean, dude. They how did they lose that game? And they're so good. I mean, you had AJ Brown. They have the, the biggest receivers of all. They have the most physical offense. It could be all time. Mm-hmm. It seems like with the wide receivers and Derrick Henry, and somehow the Bengals. Just it's, hang around and they win. Let's compare this to the Chargers. Um, do you remember? I know you remember. So let's go back to the year where they went, I believe, 13-3 and three or 12-4 and four and um, with Phil and Anthony Lynn. And then we saw mm-hmm. them. They beat the Ravens. And then we saw them just get absolutely obliterated by the Patriots. And in that moment, we both were like, it's 
will never be able to win with Anthony Lynn. It's like that mm-hmm. moment of realization where it's like, it doesn't matter. We can't do that. I think the Titans are there. So when we get... When not we... with Vrabel, obviously. Not Vrabel. Vrabel's great. Not a great coaching game from him, but he's going to be the coach there for a while, and I would be stoked to have him. But Tannehill, you know? I mean, if you're the Titans, how do you not want Aaron Rodgers or Wilson? How do you not go after one of those guys? Because obviously that's the... That is the missing piece. And that's the missing piece for a lot that's of teams. That's where Rodgers should go. Holy shit. That's where sure Rodgers should go for that. It's like, fuck the Titans. You should go, or excuse me, fuck the Broncos. You should go Please, to the Titans. That would and, be, could, and then he would own the division. The AFC dude, South if, is not going to be the, the same Titans compared to the Titans offense added Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I mean, you don't even need that. I really don't think Adam, you need I think Adams. Adams is going with Rodgers, though. I, I, I'm getting that vibe. Can't, I don't know how many teams can afford that, though. Yeah, so we'll have to. But I do um, agree that Adams wants to follow Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Other Saturday game, 49ers beat the Aaron Rodgers Packers 13 to 10. The 49ers don't score an offensive touchdown. They just do what this team does. They out physical you. Aaron Rodgers trying to. I don't know if you noticed this, but it was going on on Twitter after the game, Andrew. Um, Aaron Rodgers. There was a lot of like plays where it was kind of like Brett Favre-esque where he's trying to make this crazy pass to Devontae Adams to get 50 yards. Meanwhile, Lazard's wide open for 15 yards or 20 yards. He has a little of that, watch this, I'm going to win it with this one thing. Where It's like, you should have, that was on him. The Niners yeah. defense is great. He should have won that game. I mean, the, they scored immediately and they looked, they were clicking in also and there's a couple you know, turnovers, whatever happened. Well, I guess the block field goal kind of got in their head. And yeah. Stupid stuff like that. But they were, he was just forced into Adams, like you say, and he was only looking at him. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, he was just zeroed in on him. And it's hard, like, with Rodgers, because for these past couple of years, we've talked about he's kind of always insinuated he doesn't have enough help, enough help. Like when they drafted Jordan Love, it's like, why don't you give me skill position, guys? Dude, I'm the, the Packers this year had a great running game. You have Devontae Adams and serviceable other wide receivers. You have a good Aaron defense compared good. to last the years past. This, you, dude, this is the Packers defense gave up six points. Yeah, the special teams gave up seven. <laughs> yeah. And which is, that's a very Chargers way to lose, is having a great offense, great defense, and the worst special teams. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about the Niners. More course, blame, I agree. More blame is on Aaron Rodgers for that game than oh, yeah. what people are giving him, I think. I mean, people are happy yeah, that Rodgers yeah. lost, but he... That has nothing to do with football, though. He did not play well. He It was weird, and it is... Um, someone presented this. If Rodgers didn't win that one Super Bowl early in his career, he would be a choke artist. Absolutely. Really would. He would. He's 0-4, 0-5 against the Niners. They always lose to the playoffs against him. I think he's 7-9 since the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, record. that's for someone. He is certainly talented, but for someone it's who. Someone to compare to Tom Brady for five yeah, years. What are we doing? Um, Next game, the Sunday game. Speaking of Brady, Rams hold off the Bucks thirty to twenty-seven. Um, the Tom Brady almost pulled off another twenty-eight-three comeback, uh, like against the Falcons. Brady obviously wasn't playing that great in this game, but they made some plays down the stretch where it mattered. And the Rams, the Rams were begging for the Bucks to win this game with the high snap, the Cam Akers fumble, Cooper Cup fumbled for the first time this year. And so all the things are pointing to a big Rams collapse and Brady coming through. And then the most valuable player in the league steps up. Back-to-back receptions to get into field goal range. Great plays by Stafford as well. But my God, after this round of the playoffs, I feel way better. I feel so good. Cooper Cup, I think he's the most valuable player in the league this year. That And what he did on that big display, how do you blitz Cooper Cup's guy? What happened? How are they? Where was a safety? How is there not one safety back there? And even if there's a miscommunication, how do you not have like the NFL awareness to be like, hey, there's 12 seconds left. Maybe I shouldn't do a, like a safety blitz right now. But on Cooper Cup, who the dude Cooper who's like Cup, breaking every record and has like an in like a crazy connection with Stafford. I, 
does I know we you said that the Q, the MVP is a QB award, right? There's a little part of you like look and that this is obviously the playoffs don't should not factor into MVP and like Brady and Rogers losing. That's fine. There's a little part of you be like kind of wish we could get like Cooper Cup would win it this year. Is don't you think he's been the story? I mean, I think he's been extremely valuable, but I still would put a quarterback over him. It's, but it's that's like as boring and as lame as that is. With the award, right? It's like kind of it is, but it's just like it's the absolute truth. I mean, it's like I think that I think you're right because it's Devonta Adams had a great year, but what is he without Rodgers? And I mean, it's Cooper Cup, and they both those guys could be good without him, but an yeah. extra twenty touchdowns is more important to me. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think I just am. I have a little bias to my guy Cooper Cup because he needs you a PS5. He got me a PS5. I love that guy. Um, so uh, with this topic, Andrew, um, the Bucks, a very up and down season with the drama, unfortunate injuries to end the year to Godwin, Antonio Brown meltdown. A lot of people talking about if Brady's going to retire. Because this team might be hard to keep together, blah, blah, blah. You don't want to put him in a rebuilding situation. I don't think Tom Brady's retiring. I have obviously no inside information, no shit. But I I don't think he's going to retire. I, I, do you? Why does everyone think this all of a sudden? I really, he just led the league in like I mean, yards. Literally touchdowns. the only case would be if he doesn't, like how much the Bucks have to rebuild. Um, he said he wanted to play till fifty, so I don't see why he wouldn't do that because he's already. What will be? He'll be forty-five this year. Is this going to be storyline for the next five years? Yeah, and he's forty-five. Guess who led the league in passing this year? Tom Brady. Yeah, so he's still there. Yes, he needs a super team and all those other factors, but I think he'll yeah. be. I think he'll be there. I won't believe it till I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, last game, Chiefs. 42, Bills 36, the greatest game ever played. In my opinion, that was the greatest football game of all time. Who's up there? Who's it so was unfucking real heartbreaking for the Bills. We're big uh, Josh Allen guys, the Stallion. But I mean, he was unfucking real in that game. So was Mahomes, so was Tyreek Hill, so was Travis Kelsey, so was Gabriel on the Bills, had like 200 yards, four touchdowns. Those two quarterbacks, and I think going forward, those two are like the top dogs right now, but eventually I think Burrow and Herbert can get into this. But in terms of like the modern NFL game of what like, like a wet an NFL a modern NFL fan's wet dream. That's it. That game, 13 seconds left. Patrick Mahomes comes and does that. There was like 20 points scored after two minute and 25 warning. to be exact. Patrick Mahomes had 180 yards passing after the two minute warning. Josh Allen had like 130. It, you knew it's unfortunate with overtime because it was like defenses were both so tired. Whoever got that ball first was going to go in, and unfortunately for the Bills, the Chiefs get it, and so the, the Chiefs go down and score. And this led to uh, a lot of like, oh, should we change the overtime rules? And I'm like, I'm half and half on this because it's like, I the only reason that this is being pushed for really right now is because the Bills are such a likable team. And that was so heartbreaking, I feel like. As if it was the other way around, I don't think we'd be getting it. So I'm kind of like, eh, you gotta, the Chiefs had to deal with it with the Patriots. You know, it's how it goes. But Andrew, why don't they just do overtime as a fifth 10-minute quarter? Not sudden death, just play a fifth 10-minute fucking quarter. My God, in the playoffs at least. Like, that, I don't understand. The and the then playoffs, if you go to overtime, sense. you can do, like, I mean, sudden death. Literally, it's, it would be because of injury, but, I mean, shit, they've just been tackling each other for 60 minutes. What's 10 more minutes going to do at yeah, this point? and I mean, you're, the NFL doesn't want to see Josh Allen get a, a response. Like think about how that game could have gone for 10 more minutes. Of Would that. you do that, though? Would you have, like, overtime rules that are separate from, from the playoffs? Regular yeah. You yeah. have different rules, even though, uh-huh. like. Well, yeah, because. Um, so, like, what if week. Well, because so you can't tie the. Like, the you overtime. Could... You'd, you'd want that to be. So, that's the overtime like that. But then the next week it is. Gotcha. Interesting. 
I think that that's the only I, I would like to make it permanently that Andrew, but I don't think I would be able to do that in the regular season because of what you mentioned about injuries. Would you rather have it how it is now, where field goal and then the other team gets the ball and they can score a touchdown, next score wins, or do you want, would you prefer a college style? But I just it seems so weird in the NFL. Like I don't like college style. style. I don't like I don't like either. it either. I just want I, them. I, I, I don't understand defense, why they don't man. keep playing the game. Like what happens when you go into extra innings in baseball, Andrew? You play baseball. Well, How sort of. Now you have a runner on second base. Okay, and that, they fuck not, that up too. Yeah, but in the NBA, God, it's another quarter. It's just like, dude, don't try and reinvent the wheel for the sec. Just do it again. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's just mind boggling. Um. That's the divisional round recap. Bills will be back. Josh Allen, we'll talk about him a little later. Um, other news this week, Sean Payton retires from the Saints, Andrew. Um, is he overrated? Is he justly rated? He got one Super Bowl in his time there. Obviously a very good season record, a regular season record. Um, I don't think he's retiring full time. I think this is maybe like a year or two off, and then he's going to come back. What do you think? I... So to answer the first question, I don't think he's overrated. I think Sean Payton okay. is a hell of a coach. I know he has one Super Bowl. Yeah, he had Breeze, and they, they screwed up in the NFC Championships a couple of times. They've had Breeze is calls. overrated. We know how you feel about that. But the, even like two, <laughs> three years ago, when the Rams no-call pass interference, they've been screwed in that game. And then they had like the Vikings or something beat them Oh, yeah, time. the, the Minnesota Miracle or whatever. Yeah, Exactly. So they've been very screwed in that way. And then this year... They didn't have a quarterback after four yeah. or five weeks, and to finish seven and nine—that's pretty impressive. Don't you think if, this screams Cowboys? Absolutely, it's it's Cowboy. How do you not want to go to the Cowboys? The other is team he I would from like. There? I think sure. he is. I think he is. Because this has been hasn't the Cowboys Sean Payton thing? We've heard about this for like, what, like this the last before. like eight years. And now it's, it's like always the Cowboys are actually like good, and they mm. just need a coach. And they just need a coach that can like coach their defense and not have stupid flags all the time. And yeah, they'd he's... be a very good team. And the the Cowboys have just been a good coach higher away for a long Forever. time now. Yeah, and Mike McCarthy is certainly not going to help with that. Um, other thing I wanted to talk about, Andrew, because I think he's going to take a year off and go to the Cowboys. That is my prediction because I think Mike McCarthy's got one more year there. Um, so during the Bills Chiefs game. A narrative came out on online, basically like if you like when you see Allen and Mahomes at their peak, it's like that's what you need to compete in this league. Like if you don't have one of those guys, you're screwed, which I disagree with because I think you could have a gnarly defense. Like look what the Niners are doing. That's a perfect example. We'll see how it goes. But um, that narrative came out. You know, what I mean, like how can you compete if you don't have one of those guys? And people like would say like in that group of guys. You have like a Rogers, a Herbert, a Burrow, a Stafford for whatever, like those, that group, they could play at that level. Um, and then if, but on the other side, Baker, uh, Browns fans were saying like, this is why we can't have Baker Mayfield because he would lose in this thing, which I maybe is true of Baker Mayfield because he hasn't panned out and it hasn't been very good. But I also disagree because I think, like you said, they underrate defense. Um, so Baker Mayfield quit Twitter because of this. That's the best decision he's made this year. Just to yeah, get just, away, get off, go under the radar. Your commercial deals will expire soon. Just go grind. under the radar and just be quiet and prove everyone wrong. Okay. And don't have your wife tweet. Be quiet and come back with vengeance if you want to mm -hmm. not be yeah. a laughing stock anymore. If you were the um Tennessee Titans. No. And let me let me finish. Okay. And you strike out on Rodgers, Wilson. Do you keep Tannehill over Baker? Yes, okay. I do. Just, just to talk to him, seeing if the bubble has been burst. I just think I it's, they're like the same. I feel like they're pretty similar version. And then I'd rather just have, I feel like the players would, they already have a chemistry with Tannehill. Mm -hmm. So if you had to bet, though, do you think that we see a quarterback change in Tennessee? I do. I kind of think Roger, that's like the Rogers sleeper spot right now. The more yeah. I think about it, because it's like, dude, he can't. Why would he go to the AFC West? Let's talk about it. He's like the Broncos rumor. 
you're not you don't want to face I mean Herbert, you don't want to face Mahomes. That's four games. Hell, the Raiders. Are they good. made the playoffs. They're pesky. They're going to get Jim Harbaugh or something annoying. They're going to make a big splash, either free agent signing or head coach thing. It's just gonna I hope be it's not Sean good. Payton. And that would be another place they might go. But the 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 the, the Broncos, Andrew, just hired the Packers' offensive coordinator too as their head coach. Yeah, I feel like that's how did Aaron and his offensive. I feel like Aaron never likes his coaches, and like when yeah, he wants to leave so Green really Bay, know. it's like I have to leave Green Bay to prove everyone wrong. Like if you're gonna leave, right? Yeah. So and does. Did he hate Matt LaFleur? Because wouldn't that just be the ultimate backstabbing to Matt LaFleur? He's like, I'm just going to go yeah. with this offensive think, coordinator. I, how could you hate Matt LaFleur? I don't get like why he would not like him. I, I would love to have Matt The LaFleur only one him. reason is because it's him kicking the field goal and giving the ball yeah. to Brady. That was yeah, it. That was, that was dumb. That was dumb. Um, and, shit, he's fucking like 60 and 9. Yeah. Uh, I would be stoked to have him. Championship round preview now, Andrew. First game we get on Sunday at 12 o'clock is the Bengals at the Chiefs. Chiefs favored by a seven points. Bengals money line plus 275. Over under in this game is 54 and a half. Mahomes coming off and the Chiefs coming off an electric win uh, against the Bills, which kind of felt like the Super Bowl. The Bengals riding the high of making the AFC championship, winning their first playoff game in forever. I I want the Bengals to win, but I think the Chiefs are going to obliterate them. Yeah. Even I know the Bengals beat them in the regular season. I know. I, I think, think that's just more of the reason like why, because that was three or four weeks ago. I think that's more of the reason why the Chiefs just absolutely demolished them. I played like, seven. They just got like this Super Bowl run on a silver platter, and they didn't even play. Like the Chiefs, for as we've been talking about for 20 weeks, and then they have a great game last week, and then they play the Bengals, and then they'll go to the Super Bowl just like that. And they'll have to be Jimmy G and the Niners. Um, San Francisco, for, so we're both smashing Chiefs, I think, in that game. Uh, yes. Tough weekend for us last week, but we'll bounce back here. I love the Chiefs here. Next game, San Francisco 49ers at Los Angeles Rams. Uh, put an asterisk by that at because there's going to be more 49ers fans in that stadium than Rams by far. Last time they played, Matt Stafford had to go to a silent count in his home stadium. So I love to see that because it's not just the Chargers where that happens to. It happens to the Rams market. just as much. Um, Rams getting three and a half here. Um, Niners plus 150 money line over under 45 and a half. I like the Niners to win, but if I'm being safe, I think that that Niners plus three and a half is the way to go. I you think the Niners. I like. I think the Niners are going to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to hit him in the mouth. And so because Shanahan owns McVay, I think he's six, six and straight. Up. Six straight. Dude, three times in a year though. I think the Rams are going to win. They, Just the because it will piss me off more, and then they'll have. They'll be the home team in SoFi Stadium to get a Super Bowl. Isn't that just wonderful? Um, there's the no way Niners the Niners ha- win three times. That's what Dude, we keep- they didn't even play well. Like they, there's no way the I think Rams will have win. that Packers offense last week. The Rams, if anything, they'll score points or they'll put up a better fight than that. My God, they had to score a touchdown off a punt blocked. A couple missed field goals. Nobody believes in us. Jimmy G, they trash him in the media. That's our quarterback. We got Kyle Shanahan. We're going to run the ball down their damn throat. We got more fans there. We're going to go beat those L.A. pussies. That's what they're saying. And that's, I mean, that Kyle Shanahan called me and told me that. That's the only reason I know. And I was talking to, I was texting Jimmy G this morning. Um. And he said, uh, smash the we draft Trey Lance. Yeah, why did they? And they traded up. That was dumb. Why don't you just get another offensive tackle or something, you idiots? Yeah. There is a... to have that. Andrew, there is an element, though. I'm being a little sarcastic, but I'm not being sarcastic why I think the Niners are going to win. But there is an element, I think, of, like, the 49ers rallying around Jimmy G in a way where it's like, yeah, keep shitting on my quarterback. He's taking us to a Super Bowl, and now we're at an NFC Championship game. You guys might not like... It's like two Super Bowls. Yeah, so it's like... In four years. What else do you that, want from the man? That's why it's like... When and you're he saying, had the like, lead in the fourth quarter. He was this... It's like, fuck. We're, we're getting a rematch, brother. 49ers Chiefs Ugh. is what I think. 
Um, I think I will say though, I do think the Super Bowl was Bills Chiefs. Those are, I think, would be, I think, I I still think the Bills are better than the Chiefs. That was I so do. painful, dude. That was that was inc- fucking insane. I mean, that was the when the Chargers lost to them on Thursday night times ten. Yeah, the Bills I mean, felt. It's gotta hurt. It's gotta hurt. So. Andrew and I both like the Chiefs, and I like the 49ers plus three and a half. Andrew, are you laying the three and a half? Is that what you think you're going to buy maybe a half point? Get to like minus yeah. 120? Three? I'll just do minus three. Okay. Friends. Sounds good. Um, any plays on the over-under? I don't. Looking at it. I mean, 54 and a half in Bengals Chiefs and 45 and a half in 49ers Rams. I think that the riding it, – it, Bengals Chiefs is the one that I would be like, okay, I could see the Chiefs putting up 40 or something. The other game, I don't know. The Niners didn't score an offensive touchdown last week, so and Matt Stafford could throw three picks. That's the thing why I'm with the Rams for me. Is Eric Weddle's playing safety. That and Matt Stafford, he's always he makes these mistakes. We've seen it. So if he if he unless he just goes God mode this whole playoffs, I don't know. I don't know. So. That's the championship round preview. Let's go to the next topic here, Andrew. Who are the 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL? Who were the 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL this season? Um, I think that there is a clear top seven. And maybe I'm forgetting someone, but let's go through it. Um, Andrew, who do you have at number one? I put Rodgers. Okay. If we're going by like regular season, I'm going to put Aaron Rodgers. I, I'm, I have Allen. I think Josh Allen can is when he's on his A game is probably the best. Like he can just do so many things. Um, and uh, number two, I probably have the same as you. I have Mahomes at two. Actually, but Brady just based on. I mean, he led the league in mm-hmm. virtually every stat. Yeah, and then my next at three, I have Rodgers. Mm. I put um, Josh here. Mm-hmm. And then four, I have Brady. I got Mahomes. Okay, so you're. Rodgers, Brady, Josh, Mahomes, and I'm Josh, Mahomes, Rodgers, Brady. Correct. Same top four. Number five is Justin Herbert. <sighs> yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean, because we know we know the next two. Like, well, which one? Who are we going with? And it's we're just going so... with Justin Herbert. I'm not. We're not. We're a Chargers podcast here. Joe Burrow, congratulations. My quarterback is a god, and he's going to do this, and it's not it's his just, fault. That's why this Bengals run is so bittersweet. Yep. Because the Chargers are better than them. Justin Herbert, number five. Joe Burrow, Burrow, six. six. Stafford, seven. Seven. Okay. (laughs) So I knew we'd have the same top seven, and I think after this is where it drops. I think our options here are Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Mac Jones, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson. Like, those last ones aren't going to be it. I think out of that group we just read, Andrew— is Dak the one we put on probably first? Or is it? I think I'm going to go Kyler. I know just because they still won 11 games. Okay, you're going to throw Kyler at eight. I'm gonna, I I'm, still, I'd rather have Kyler Murray than Dak Prescott. I really okay. would. I'm going to surprise you. I'm going to throw uh, Dak at eight. You got Kyler. Okay. At nine, I'm going to throw Lamar Jackson. I would do. I'm going to go Carr here, just because Lamar is hurt a little bit. Uh-huh. And then ten, I'm going to go Kyler. Lamar. There's just something. Um, I don't know. There's something. I've you don't like short Kyler. people. I don't. Well, I mean, sorry, Marley. I don't think she heard that. Um, but I don't. In- interesting. So you're Derek Carr over Dak. I think. Yeah, I think that's Derek Carr's better than. Dak. I don't think. I think that's a good take, actually. I think Dak has the overratedness of the Cowboys, but I mean Derek Carr does like beg. Just some stupid shit, but like, there's something about him that just. Dak should be punished for that uh, QB draw. What the fuck was that? But then Derek Carr <laughs> didn't even throw I think a I'm fourth drop, and goal. Dro- Derek Dak Carr drops to ten there. <laughs> Put Lamar and Kyler above him after that. Um, okay, uh, next thing. Uh, I, we have had coaching and free agency rumors. The Bears hired someone. I'm not going to act like I know who all these NFL coaches are. 
Uh, Sean Payton is one we're waiting for, maybe. Jim Harbaugh maybe going to the Raiders is a big thing. We'll talk about that stuff if it happens. Um, but quickly in this segment, Andrew, uh, what are we – if you're the Chargers – what is your number one priority this offseason? Okay. I've been doing a lot of thinking about this. Yeah. This is such an important offseason for the chart. Probably the biggest in our life. Take advantage of the young con- young quarterback contract. We have a three-year window right now to get freaking studs and depth, veteran leadership. And there's plenty of that on this free agent market. I was... I think because I've been going back and forth with Adams and Mike Williams, Adams, Mike Williams, because either way, you're going to have to like franchise tag Williams. But if you can pay five million dollars more and get Devonte Adams, you're going to do that and you well, should that's... do that. Because it's like, what's the because Mike Williams will be considered for his, you know, franchise tag, whatever the top. And I've loved Mike Williams this year, but I don't want to franchise tag him and pay him that much. I want to do that. If if you can pay $5 million more for Devontae Adams, I'm going to get Devontae Adams. Even if he wears number 17, I'm going to do it. No, 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 no. He will not be able to wear 17. They're not going to let him do that. Chargers will. Chargers are. You don't think the Chargers are going to retire number 17? Dean Spanos moved to Los Angeles. Dude, they retired. What? No. 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 They've retired I just say, 17. Like, That's I, bullshit. They shouldn't do that. No, but how how was Phil's send off? Think talk about how you liked Phil's send off. How the Charger oh, fans might oh, go. Fuck the Chargers. I'm just saying they're gonna they, fuck this if, up. I will fucking riot. I think if Justin they, give, Herbert, if they don't retire number seventeen. Just, I what like wiped everyone's what? memory. The what if it, what? I don't even think I don't think Devonte Adams would do that though because I feel like he would be. I'd have to tip my cap to Phil, but. I mean, that's something the Chargers got to do. They have to get a top receiver. Either Maybe the number one priority William. is retiring Phil's number. <laughs> that's the number <laughs> one priority. Retire at 17, so Devontae Adams can get 85 while we're at it. <laughs> yeah. But I would uh, say you got to get one of those guys. You have to get a defense, too. However you guys do that, that is, that is the most important thing. Is get the, the defense. First round. You'll get a defensive lineman. Get defensive linemen. Um, maybe you get a couple like veterans who like Stephon Gil. I know Gilmore. I know the Marcus Peters. I know Von Millers. They're not great, but they only need one to two to three years. That's all they're looking for. Yeah, that would be a perfect gap to fill right now. You get some veteran leadership, and guess who made a huge sack for the Rams last week? Von Miller. I believe Sue and Vita Vey might be available. Let's get that. Let's get a freaking physical offensive or defensive line, too. So Joey Bosa doesn't have to be held every single play. Amen. Um, Next topic here, Andrew. Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens denied by the MLB Hall of Fame. Big Poppy gets in, even though he did have a positive test for (laughs) steroids. It's just just a joke. (laughs) All you need to know is for the MLB Hall of Fame, the the all-time hit leader... The all-time home run leader, the pitcher with the most Cy Youngs, and the player with the most MVPs, not in the Hall of Fame. But David Ortiz is. He had a positive PED test. Yvonne Rodriguez is in it. Jeff Bagwell. It's There is no consistency. Yeah, but it's also, I think it's reached a point where it's, it's so universally thought of as a joke, like the baseball writers, like of America or whatever, who's voting him in the Hall of Fame. There, we laugh at you. Like no one takes like, which sucks because the Hall of Fame should be something cool. It should be, and you're not gonna have fucking Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens in it. And like, politics aside, Kurt Schilling isn't in the Hall of Fame solely because of his solely because of his views. Yeah. Because his percentage, he was really close like two, three years ago, and then he dropped like 10%. Like Barry yeah. Bonds and Roger Clemens had a higher percentage than Schilling this year. And it's like, what is going on? Uh, the, be, the writers, they think they're, they get too full of themselves. We need, need a fresh group. I mean, should A Rod, A Rod, and Big Poppy, what's the difference? A Rod just admitted it. A Rod should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, next thing. Uh, I was going to call Tim and tell him that they traded for Ben Simmons. So let's see how that goes. Just tell oh him. Boy. This is just going to be a lie. If he doesn't answer, I'll cut this part out. Um, 
call. What are the odds he answers? I think pretty good. 67%. You guys think of that fake trade. I'm gonna... What's up, Brian? Dude, the Kings just traded for Ben Simmons. No fucking way. De'Aaron Fox, Marvin Bagley, Harrison Barnes, you're getting Tybal too. Tim, you're live on the pineapple couch right now, and I'm fucking with you. I just wanted to see how you reacted. Dude, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, I was like, I'm, I'm just refreshing. And it's like, there's no way it wouldn't be at the top of my Twitter. Okay, Tim, now that I have you, though, would you have wanted that trade? Because uh, the Kings announced this morning, like, they're out of it, right? And Bagley? But you would do Fox, Bagley, Barnes. Yeah, fuck it. Blow it up. So, <laughs> blow it up. Okay, Tim. Blow it up, baby. This so, team is unbelievably bad. <laughs> did you guys lose by 50 the other night? Yeah. That's tough. 53. Jesus, Tim. We uh, scored 30 in the first half. It was amazing. Did you get a King's cowbell? Yeah. That's absurd. <laughs> in the middle of one of the worst periods. In King's history, do I bought a new cowbell. Do you see them making a move, Tim, in the next month here? Or next two weeks, three weeks? God, I hope so. <laughs> do I see them doing anything? Not really, no. <laughs> Who's untouchable? Is it just Halliburton or is it anyone? I don't. I, to them, I don't think anyone's untouchable. For me, I, I need to keep Halliburton. I don't want to trade him for anything. Yeah, because I, I could see him being very good on a championship team and Kings fans just sitting there on the couch watching him in five years being like, fuck. But I think on, on their end, I think he's on the table. Interesting, interesting. Well, Tim, sorry for the scare. We love you here at the Pineapple Couch. Uh, <laughs> Son of a bitch. We'll be talking right. to you next time the Kings make a move. All right. Have a good one, Have brother. Good see ya. That was good. That was. You got him very excited. Mm -hmm. But it was a mix of excitement and kind of despair because any move the Kings make, it's like, I don't know, this could go very bad. Um, all right, that's funny. Sorry to Tim, but that I wanted to do that. Uh, Andrew, a couple more things before we wrap up here. We've mentioned this on previous pods. It does really appear that the band Twin Peaks is done for the foreseeable future, um, which just sucks. We love the dudes. Saw them a bunch. Great band. Best modern band, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, it sucks. The music industry kind of just is getting steamrolled by COVID and all this stuff. And we've lost a lot of bands. And Twin Peaks, if you're not familiar with them, go check them out. Hell of a rock and roll band. Any thoughts on this, Andrew? Do you have any hope? No, because it's been like a year and a half. All you really see is like they're still friends, the band members. So we see on social media, which is yeah. nice. But they're all doing their own thing seems like um what i'm curious about with twin peaks is what's recently happened because of tiktok which is weird is the walters blew up on tiktok the song i love you so which caused them to get back together and they were on kimmel last night the They're walters yeah the walters yeah. i could see getting picked up by the I don't know. Like they're more mainstream, I think, than Twin Peaks. Like their sound could be is more like. Do you get the point I'm trying to make? Yeah. Um, and a little more poppy. Yeah. My question, I guess, is our only hope is if that happened to Twin Peaks for them to get back together. Because from everything I've heard, do you want dumb. that though? Doesn't that just no? Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I want Clay doesn't Frankel. Doesn't feel to do right. Something. That's all I care about. Just give me Clay Frankel. If the Twin Peaks were to rejoin because of TikTok or something like that, that would suck. That that's wouldn't be the Twin Peaks. Those, dude, that's everything. Mitch, they're not. They'd be selling out, kind of. Yeah, Mitch went to uh, one of the Walt, the sh one of the shows the Walters did in New York about a month or two, a couple months ago, and he said that it was like a high school concert, like it was like a high school TikTok crowd. Which, hey, credits the Walters, make your money, take the opportunities. But um, for the future of their music, I think we're getting very poppy. Because they only play I Love You So. or I mean, that's the song they've been doing. But, I mean, hey, good for the Walters. Good for Luke. We're fans of him. Um, 
I just want to talk about the Neil Young thing one more time. I said he was overrated yesterday, which I stand by. It's still good, but he's overrated. Um, and here's the thing, Neil Young. You don't have to listen to Joe Rogan. Nobody is making anyone listen to Joe Rogan. It's just like I don't really like the idea of censoring or basically it's like saying it's this person's opinion or mine. There's no ground between like people have differing opinions on stuff and you need to learn to live with it. And it's just I just think it's really annoying because it's just like, what are we doing? Like you, you realize you don't have to listen to it. No it's annoying because, like, Neil Young. I mean, we, we listened to Neil Young. Yeah. And it's like, dude, why did you just cancel yourself? And it's like, I'm not even, like, I don't even like him being removed because it's the same thing happening in a way. Even though he put the ultimatum out, it's the same fucking thing. He, like, censored himself, kind of. Yeah, it's just And it's dumb. just another person gone. And do you, like, do you think he'll ever come back to Spotify or something will happen? Or is he done? I don't know. I, I feel I, like he'll come back. Like, come on. Like, what? Sixty percent of his streaming revenue. It's. But there's like I saw people on Twitter, which we have to and remember that, that Twitter's a microcosm. It proved nothing. It proved that he was a pussy. Um, Twitter is a microcosm. Kind of, like, no, no, that's not the right word. But like, we have to remember, like, shit we see on Twitter is like looks bigger than it is. It's like not not everyone's thinking that. Um but I did see that he was trying like other bands might take their music off Spotify too. And then at that point it's just like okay, this is dumb. But then I think that this is what Joe Rogan wants. All right. All these bands are going to threaten to quit. Okay, pay me out of my contract, give me a bazillion dollars and I'm going to go onto a platform a new platform now where I don't have to deal with this bullshit. That's where I see this going. It's got a 10-year deal. Yeah, and they're going to give him a fucking bag to, and he'll go on his way. And I don't know. And then Neil Young will get his listens on Spotify. So good for him. He's a fucking idiot. Um, Arctic Monkey's new album, Andrew. It's coming out this year. I don't know. I've heard it's done. I think so, because I've seen some photos. And I have a feeling that it'll be kind of like similar to Tranquility Base Hotel. I think it'll be like or staying May, in that vibe. Um, oh, oh, that okay. kind of vibe too. Musically, but... you think you, or do you see them? What's the one thing the Arctic Monkeys haven't incorporated really is like synths. Do you, do you see them using that, or do we get more of like the the orchestra vibes? Do we go rock like AM? I think I'm we'll you. get a Tranquility Base Hotel ish style thing with more guitar okay so i That'd think he'll bring that. back the guitar a little bit because he definitely uh you know like turner just played piano mainly mm-hmm. the last one and he's moved on he's like the front man he's a little bit older now that's mm-hmm. where he is and he, he wants like the last shadow puppets kind of vibe i think that's who he is now mm-hmm. which i'm fine with i think you I'm can fine. make fantastic music like that and he does still occasionally rip out the guitar and just fucking wail. So that's always good to see. Um, we will keep you guys posted on that. I know Andrew and I kind of keep tabs on the Arctic Monkeys pretty tightly. So if any news comes out about that, we'll be sure to talk about that. Um, last thing, uh, Mina Kimes has been trending for like 48 hours on Twitter because Jeff Garcia basically said like he doesn't take what she says seriously because she never played football or played quarterback in the NFL, which... I mean, Mina Kimes, from what I can tell of what I've seen of her, she's actually pretty good. She knows her stuff about the NFL. But um, I just feel like every two months, Mina Kimes is, like, posting someone being mean to her, and then she just gets 48 hours of publicity of everyone telling her how great she is. And it's just, like... Never-ending cycle. Yeah, it's just, like, what are we... Like, what? Why? Like, you don't think, like, fucking Colin Cowherd just get bailed? Like, all these other random people, you name it, get told things and it's just weird with Mina Kimes because she acts like she's like above it all and never talks about it but she constantly will post these mean messages which she knows will just lead to people kissing her ass and telling her how smart she is and I'm not saying she's not smart she's a great she's really good at the NFL but we're just kind of getting over the cycle of Mina Kimes playing the not the victim like what they're saying is fucked up or not that fucked up it's just kind of like what people 
players and coaches say, say to, to the media. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I just, I just get more annoyed when it's like, let's just praise her. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just don't know what we're doing. Yes, why yes, did yes. M- Why did NBC drop the biggest bag in the world for Maria Taylor? She doesn't even have a podcast. They just have her literally host a show. Like, give her. I, and I think Maria Taylor has some is pretty good and could do some stuff actually. Like when she was on ESPN NBA, she's better. God knows she was better then because she didn't have Tony Dungy and Drew Brees near her. But they, I just feel like they dropped this giant bag for her, and it's like, what does she do? She just like does the football show and like like I don't know it's just weird I don't understand the media climate that we're in in sports specifically because it feels like most of the people who are doing it don't really like sports and they sit it's like with the MLB writers hall of fame and I sound like a beaten drum with this stuff but I mean you should just be it's just they should be more anonymous than they are it's just like yeah, a coach, Jeff Garcia, is going to get mad if you're shitting on Jimmy G. Maybe you're right. Jimmy G sucks. But if you're a part of the Niners culture and stuff, you're going to go defend Jimmy G. That's what you do. It's literally you what defend you your quarterback. And how many times have we just heard, like, people tell Bill Simmons he's a fucking idiot and he doesn't know what he's doing? That's what happens. Look at the replies we of any it. sports journalist ever. Look at the replies I get sometimes. People tell me, I'm like, that's just how it goes. People disagree. So everyone just calm down, and I don't know. There's no way to, to like, fix it. I don't think anything's going to get any better. I think everything's just stupid. But that's why, like, cable's just going downhill so hard, dude. Because there's some – but it gives us the opportunity to, like, there's so much different types of content now that we can enjoy. So we don't have to deal with that bullshit. But it is fucking wild looking back 15 years, thinking about how – Baseball Tonight or Sunday NFL Countdown was appointment TV where it was like, oh, shit. I mean, dude, think about how good Baseball Tonight was. Baseball Tonight was awesome until they all went to the OB Network. And, yeah. Because that's what ESPN used to be awesome until everyone left. Yeah. Oh, another thing I heard, Andrew, is so the Super Bowl is NBC this year. So you get Al and Chris, which will be great. Um. Apparently, this is Michelle Tafoya's last game. Really? Yeah, and um, I think it's because she said some sort of like anti-COVID, like not f- maybe don't force people to get vaccines, something along those lines. You oh, know geez. that everyone's something like that. And so, I, I it sounds like that might have ended it. I'm not really sure, but Michelle Tafoya, that'll be weird. When she's done i mean has she been the sideline reporter on nbc like our whole like for like 20 years she was Seems back like, with madden right i think so that, so that'll be really a weird. long time ago but yeah that's maybe that's what role they put maria taylor in i guess that would is that a bigger role what do you think's a bigger role sideline reporter like michelle tafoya or the host of the nbc like football night in america I think it's, it's it, there's pros it's and cons tough. of each one because I think you're on Probably TV more with the like host, zero. but you're interacting with Alan, Chris, and the players and the other, which is like True. in the big. I don't know though. I don't know. So that's the sports journalism minute here on the Pineapple Couch. Andrew, anything else you want to touch on before? Yesterday, so I was driving into work and I had to wait like three minutes. This is what something that drives me crazy. And I don't understand it. Maybe you do this, and I have never mm-hmm. seen you do it. What is with people? When they could just park their car normally, but when oh they go, God. they have to reverse and back in, and they make it so difficult. And then they have to, like, it's like they're parallel parking, and it takes three or four tries, and then they get in there, and then they're too close to one side, and they peel back out and re-straighten out. It makes no I, fucking I sense. I want to know the thought process. Is it a quick escape so that when the bad guys chase them, they can leave quick? Yeah, but Is I would argue easier? if you add I, up the driving time. It's of- way more. It's way more because it's harder to back in than to back out. <laughs> All you do, you just go reverse, boom. It's like an extra two or three minutes, and so I clocked in two minutes late because I had to, I had to just watch this person. Yeah, I don't. Uh, people they never s- cease to amaze me in their how oblivious they are to what's going on around them, and 
I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know. We're just kind of dealing with it, dude. It's fine. I, I've never backed into a parking space. I've never done I've that I've like never done that in my life. <laughs> it has not even crossed my mind where I'd be like, oh, let's do this one. And especially the one spots where you could pull through. And it's like if you just wanted to like yeah, drive that's... out or peel out, just you can just drive through. Like, Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's the small it's things. It is the small things, but it adds up. It adds up. Um, well, Andrew, I had a great steak last night. You showed me. That, was, that looks so good. Where was, was that? It was this place called Cultivar in on Chestnut Street in San Francisco, and it was just a very nice – it was like that, the size of a New York, but kind of like the, the texture and beautifulness of a Where'd filet mignon. I got the Port New York Harris? strip. It was oh, in nice. New York, but it had a little – it had some filet mignon vibes. I'll say that. Um, Andrew, God bless. Let's have a good weekend here. Um, hopefully we get a good Super Bowl. I guess uh, I'll finish it with this question. What's the best Super Bowl matchup? Is it Rams-Chiefs? Yeah. It's Rams-Chiefs. Yeah. But it should be – I'd prefer well, Bengals-Niners over that because yeah, fuck Pat would... Mahomes, but also kind of fuck Joe Burrow. He's getting close to that level. That's why it's kind of like go, go Niners. And then like fuck the Rams. The yeah, that's... Niners and the Niners have been there so how many times we have to see the fucking Niners. Yeah, but Niners. it's Jimmy G at least. It's just like it's whatever. True. Like no one's gonna be saying Jimmy G. Maybe they'll tie after this year. They tie in a Super Bowl. No. Oh, we'll play it to the end of that. Okay. Yeah. See, it's bullshit. All right, big dog. Always a pleasure. This has been episode one hundred forty-four of the Pineapple Couch with B Rob. Uh, any big plans this weekend, Mister Dog? Just football. Got to enjoy it while we can. Enjoy it while we can. There's like 12 hours left that means something. Enjoy it. And it's going to be a long, cold, hot summer. Oh, fuck. Dude, we're we're three weeks away from the worst stretch of sports. Baseball's getting to the point where they might extend it to like seven weeks too because they might just like not play April or they might push things back. I don't know. I think they're going to – they'll get a deal done eventually because like nobody can afford another lockout. But my God, please play 162 games. For the love of God. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully we get a good March Madness this year or something to give us. Because I, I just couldn't care less about the NBA this year right now. I'm just struggling just with doesn't, it. doesn't – I can't get into the playoffs. Yeah. I'm that fan. Yeah, and as we get older, all I care about is football. But it seems like – Good thing the Chargers will always time. suck. Dude, imagine if the Chargers were in the FC Championship. God. I do so like crazy. three times a day. I think about that. I think about the you success both of the teams. Chargers so many times and the logo and the jerseys and Justin Herbert smiling and picking up all his players, Brandon Staley. And did it you just... see that video of him dunking? I did. I God did. I see everything he does on social media. I love I just, him. I stalk him. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. All right, big dog. Have a good one. We'll catch you guys next time. God bless. Uh, also, fuck LeBron. See ya.